Hello and welcome back to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell, and we are here with Minisode. Um, I oh, I love these Minisodes, and they're getting such great downloads. So thank you all so much for listening. Um, this episode about Kickstarter campaigns is kind of interesting because both Amy and I have kind of a love-hate relationship with Kickstarter. Um, We get a lot of authors, not a lot, but we get some authors that come to us and say, you know, I'm running a Kickstarter to get my promotion paid for. And while that's admirable, it doesn't always, most Kickstarter campaigns that authors run, I would say the majority of them actually don't, they fail, they don't do really well. But then all of a sudden, there's this guy who ran this Kickstarter campaign and I forget how much money he got, but it was a lot of, he got a lot of money under this Kickstarter. Um, I think he got like 41. I mean, it was a lot, a lot of money. Um, wasn't it 41, oh. 40 or 41 million, Amy? 41.7 million. Is that real? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Oh my God. See, this is where people get these wild ideas to do Kickstarter campaigns. I know. I know. <laughs> Holy crud. That's amazing. And and we're not here to discourage you from doing, like, if you want to do Kickstarter, that's great. But Amy, what do you think, what was your take when you saw this? What do you think gave this guy such an, a tremendous boost? Well, obviously I skipped how much money he actually made and I was still impressed. So that says something right. (laughs) I was scanning through his page and his offerings and things like this. Uh, I mean, I assume we're talking about this, like most people know what Kickstarter campaigns are. If you don't, you know, go do your research, but it's, it's essentially crowdfunding and you, you know, you, you usually are supposed to offer cool stuff in exchange for people kind of early adopters, early investors in, in your plan. And the biggest thing that stood out to me was, I mean, his Kickstarter page looked like a business website. Like it was impressive. The amount of detail that went into it, the amount of external linking he had to other things that he had done, the like, and it wasn't like he was, you know, he was giving away you know, books. So it's not like he was giving away Ferraris, you know, (laughs) or anything like that, but he just really backed it up to where you trusted just the high quality way he presented everything and how, you know, confidently and clearly he explained his platform and his plans and things like that. It was just really well done. And people clearly felt very confident investing in this because of the way he presented it. But I think, you know, Penny, that's what we chatted about was that why it often doesn't work for authors is because a lot of times Kickstarter campaigns are done for a new product launch, something new and innovative to some degree. Yeah. We know that releasing a book is not a new concept. So I think that's where a lot of authors get stuck is that they want people to get excited about the fact that they're publishing a book and you really have to communicate so much more than that. Well, but I think that, and to your point, I mean, I think that if I'm, if I'm, and I'm actually looking at this guy's, um, I know, right? Looking at this guy's, this case page, I mean, he really, so he set up a, and I think this is where a lot of authors, you know, kind of go wrong is he really set up a structure. Like you said, that the page looks really professional. Um, I think that when authors do, so when some authors do Kickstarters, the ones that fail, they have a book and they believe that people are going to want to invest 
in just getting the book, right? So, hey, give me 40 bucks and I'll send you a book that they could have essentially gotten on Amazon for 10 or something like, you know what I mean? There has to be an incentive and that's really, and we'll include this Kickstarter page in the show notes um, for this podcast because it's interesting. He's given all kinds of goodies and that's hard for authors, I know, especially Mm -hmm. if you're wanting to crowdfund your first book. Um, Most, you know, if it's your first book, you probably don't have lots and lots of goodies. And he has gotten, I mean, you've got, um, and he also has this really interesting, and not to break down everything in his Kickstarter for this, what is obviously supposed to be a short mini-zone, but he also has a system whereby you can get books, ebooks, audiobooks quarterly, right? Yeah, that um, was, he really managed to drag it out in a good way. Yeah, yeah. So he did, and so I can see why yep. his page did. I mean, he kept... Yes, he, he he kept the goodies coming, and that's really, to me, if you're going to invest in something, mm-hmm. and don't um, you love how sorry, don't you love how he did the um, if you invested like in the you know couple multiple hundred dollar ranges, he essentially was giving you enough like goodie boxes to share with people. I mean, that was his whole intent. Was that like? Smart. So smart. If you pledge $360, I'll send you eight goodie boxes with a copy of the book plus some swag, which he fully expects you to hand out to friends. Bam, you've got eight new people with your book in their hand. Yeah. Because because one person invested. Yeah. So they were able to give gifts to friends. You know what I mean? Like it was just really smart. Yeah. He worked smarter and not harder on this. I mean, he worked very hard to pull this together, but he made sure he was getting such a stellar return for his efforts. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So he did. So I think that, I think the lesson here, the the takeaway lesson here is that if you're going to do a Kickstarter, if you're going to do any kind of a crowdfunding, you really have to have, you have to have layers you have to have different price points, different points of entry that so that you can pull in somebody who has, you know, $20 to spend versus somebody who has, you know, 500 or whatever, right? And that's, that's he has a bunch of different layers to his, um, you know, to, to his buy-ins. And then he has lots and lots of um, goodies within each of those, you know, the, the, those funding pledges. Right. So, he made it very clear that you were getting so much more than if you're just going to wait for his book to come out. And that's, I think what really like sets it over the edge, you know? Yeah. To your point, you know, why would you not just wait and get it for $10? Why would I pay $40 to pay for it early and then still wait for it to release? <laughs> right. Right. You absolutely have to get you when you, when you're thinking through a, 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 a when you're thinking through crowdfunding, you really have to get a reason, especially with books. Now with a product. So, you know, if somebody is kickstarting like a a competitor to an Apple watch or something like that, you're placing your pledge because you're going to be the first person to get that watch or whatever that tchotchke is. Right. But with a book, it's a little bit different. You really have to create these layers of goodies and things that they're going to get. And that's the, I think that's one of the reasons because sight unseen, without even having read the book, we can't really sit here and say, well, this guy just wrote a really good book. I'm sure he did, but he created a layered structure to this to this Kickstarter that just 
blew the doors and several places have this is not a new conversation. I mean, several places have written about it. He ran this Kickstarter for, for a month and got 41, almost $42 million. So that's, if that's not incentive to consider a Kickstarter, I don't know what is, but just be careful with it. Because anyway, like I said, you doing yourselves any favors by covering this? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Because I hate to say this, like when, when, I, when I talk to an author and they, you know, if I, I ask them, I said, so when are you launching the book? And they'll say, well, it depends on my Kickstarter and I, you know, depends on my crowdfunding. And I'm like, oh, those are always in the notes in the email Penny sends me after the call. <laughs> this is a crowdfunding. Let's just wait till the end of the crowdfunding. FYI, Kickstarter campaign. It's like, okay. It's like an internal code language. <laughs> it's an internal code. I mean, yeah, I think, you know, if you're willing to put in this much work into a crowdfunding campaign, obviously um, a <laughs> What I said, obviously it pays off to the tune of 42. Obviously it pays off, but he put a, you put a boatload of work into this anyway. Um, I hope this was fun. I hope this was helpful. I hope we didn't discourage, you know, we, we try to be encouraging and realistic, but thank you so much for tuning into the mini. So we love reviews anywhere you listen to your podcast. We definitely want to review. This is Penny Sansberry and Amy Cornell, and this is the book marketing tips and author success mini. So podcast. Thanks for tuning in.